This is Mishmash, a weekly conversation where we try to unjumble an important and sometimes under-the-radar statewide story that affects you. Recently, Oakland University, over on your side of the state, Jake, they announced that they have a challenge or a campaign or basically a really strong desire to work with the state legislature in order to create this floor for how much public universities get per student. They say that every university should get at least $4,500 per student from the state. And this is something that Oakland really has a huge investment in because they are right at the bottom with how much they are getting from the state per student. And over here on the west side of the state, Grand Valley State University, well, they are just above them for how much they're getting from the state. And this really highlights the ginormous gap that exists in funding that universities get when you look at it from that per-student perspective. Oakland University, as you said, it gets about $3,000 per student. Where I work, uh, I'm technically a Wayne State employee here at WDET, full disclosure, Wayne State gets 9000 per student. That's three times as much as Oakland University right up the road. And so there are some things to keep in mind with this number and this data point, by the way. It's not always necessarily apples to apples. Wayne State, again, has more expensive graduate programs. There are factors like whether students are full-time or part-time, how many years they're taking to finish their degree. All of these things factor into that number and make it a little more complex. But at the same time, it is a huge gap, again, between that $9,000 and that $3,000 per student. And probably the number to pay most close attention to is the fact that Michigan's total budget, 4% of it goes to higher education. Most states in the country are more than twice that. The average in the United States is 10%. So that is something to keep in mind when it comes to where Michigan is placing itself in its investment in higher education. Stephen Henderson on WDET's Detroit Today recently talked with Oakland University President Ora Peskovitz, and she really kind of broke down that argument that, look, funding our universities is good for the entire state and the economy. Higher education is directly correlated with the health of our citizens and, very importantly, the health of our economy and economic prosperity. And so it is critical that we understand that this is part of our value system. So when we say that we are not investing in higher education, it means that we are making a decision to not care about this important factor. Now, notice what she says there about this being part of a values system here in Michigan and how what we spend our money on reflects our values. She points to the fact that we spend about $2 billion a year on our corrections budget. We spend more on prisons than we do on universities. And that is an interesting tidbit to take forward as we start a new budget cycle here in Michigan, that all of the ways we spend our money reflect in some ways our priorities as a state. And it's worth going back and looking at what our biggest line items are and whether you think that reflects what you want to see us making the biggest investments in.
Now, Shayna, as you mentioned earlier, we did get a chance to hear from Ora Hirsch-Peskovitz, the president of Oakland University, recently. She spoke with WDET's Stephen Henderson on Detroit Today about this Strive for 45 campaign and why she thinks it's important for us to consider setting that floor of university funding at $4,500 per student. Over the past 20 years, um, we have been progressively spending a smaller and smaller percent of our total budget. And that places us today 44th among the 50 states in terms of the per-resident spending that we have um, dedicated to how much we're spending on higher education. And it's critical because 36 of the hottest jobs in Michigan require a minimum of a bachelor's degree. We have been talking about this, it seems like, at a policy level for some time. And there have been a lot of goals that have been set out there about reversing this trend of disinvestment. And it seems like we've missed all of them. Can, can you take a minute to talk about what some of the hurdles are to us doing better with this? I mean, it's not as if anyone in Lansing seems unaware of the problem. It seems that they are unable or unwilling to fix it. Well, let me maybe address the goals for a moment. And I want to applaud the governor for setting out for the first time a statewide goal. And Governor Whitmer has set a goal that's called 60 by 30, mm-hmm. which is that for the first time, Michigan has a goal, which is to achieve 60 percent attainment of degrees, associate degrees and certificates by the year 2030. By the way, in southeast Michigan, the Detroit Regional Chamber and Detroit Drives Degrees, and I'm one of the co-chairs of that along with Dick Rassel, Mm -hmm. we have a similar goal. But I have to say that we are not on track to achieve that. We're not on a trajectory to achieve that at all. And the reason is because we do not have current funding to help us get to that goal. And so we are well behind many other states that have made a decision to achieve that. States like, let me just say, Kentucky and Tennessee that were well behind us if you look at those states 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I guess what I was thinking of is is goals like the one that Business Leaders for Michigan, for instance, laid out at the dawn of the Snyder administration, which yes. which which had a 2020 date on it, right? By 2020, they wanted to increase the number of people in Michigan who had attained degrees, I think by a hundred thousand or, 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 somewhere in that, in that range. And we're, we're not, we're not close to that. That, That's exactly the point. And I think the reason is because if you look at the amount of money that has been committed, it has been uh, basically as a percent of our budget, either as a state or as a reflection of the percent of the university's budget, it has been on a progressive decline. Yeah. So um, if you go back 10 years, for example, um, we, the percent of Oakland's budget that has been um, from the state has basically reversed, and we today spend 85% of our budget from tuition, whereas 20 years ago, it was exactly the opposite. It came from the state. Mm. And, and, and that, by the way, is a similar ratio at nearly every university in Michigan. Right. And now let's talk about this disparity, though, that exists among state colleges and universities here in Michigan, which makes that 
worse, especially for schools like yours that are at the bottom. And and to remind our listeners, again, Oakland University only gets a third of what Wayne State University gets per student. So $9,000 is the number here at Wayne State University. Oakland is just getting three. Let's talk about why that's true. Right. So let me just emphasize the point. We are not um, at all interested in cannibalizing um, funds from any of the other universities because to make it clear, all of the universities make a very important and critical contribution to um, the academic, cultural, and economic prosperity of the state. And uh, none of them are uh, overfunded. In fact, all of them are underfunded. So I want to make that entirely clear here. Uh, The average funding per student is about $5,500. And uh, about half of the universities receive less than that amount. You know, half get more, half get less. Mm -hmm. Um, But Oakland is at the bottom at $3,000. 20 years ago, in 1999, the state made a decision to have floor funding of $4,500 per student. And at that time, uh, Oakland actually received $4,700. If you were to extrapolate and look at just inflation alone, that means that today we would have gotten $7,000 per student. Hmm. But here we are now, 20 years later, and we only receive $3,000 per student, the lowest of the 15 states universities. So what we are proposing is to try to create something that is a bit more equitable. It's still not actually equalizing this because we recognize we're reasonable and we recognize the constraints that the state has in terms of funding. And we're just suggesting that we go back to the 20-year proposed floor funding model 20 years ago and give the five lowest funded schools a floor of $4,500. Now you ask, why is it that way? Well, those five schools at the bottom are the youngest of the 15 schools, and they also happen to be among the fastest growing. And I don't know all the reasons for this, but I believe that those two are two of the key factors that contribute to this discrepancy and um, the inequity that we see today. And talk about how that funding disparity or just the relatively low level of state funding at some place like Oakland plays out in the way that the school operates. What are the what are the consequences of that? Under- well, first of all, I do want to say that we feel that we're very good stewards of the funds that we receive. Last year, we received approximately $53 million um, from the state, and we spend 100% of that in financial aid and scholarships for our students. And we're very, very proud of that fact. And in fact, if you look at the amount of debt that our students have, the average debt of Michigan students is $31,000 when they graduate, which is, by the way, above the national average. Again, I believe that that is correlated with the fact that the state is disinvesting in the amount of money that we spend on public higher education. Oakland's students graduate with an average debt, which is below the state average of $27,000 at Oakland. And I believe that's because we spend so much of the funding that we receive 
on scholarships and financial aid. If we receive this $4,500 floor, we commit to the state and to our advocates in this campaign that we will lower debt further by 10%, that we will increase our graduation rates by an additional 10%. We currently stand at a six-year graduation rate of 57%. And we will increase our contribution to the state economy, which currently stands at $1 billion by $100 million. So I'm committing to all of these things um, if we were to successfully achieve this $4,500 floor, which, by the way, I know cannot be done in one year. Mm. And we're proposing a really modest and reasonable suggestion that this take place over a four-year period of time. And by the way, it assumes that we increase the state budget for education for all of the universities. I wonder what you make of the criticism I hear sometimes from people who defend the the lack of investment that we're making in higher ed, that institutions of higher ed are not great at controlling costs. I mean, if you look at budgets over a span of years at some colleges and universities, they, they, they go they go up quite a bit. And, and there are people who say, look, live within your means. Not everybody gets more money every year than they had the last year. Why should colleges and universities be different? Can you, can you address that criticism? Well, I have to say that if you look at the uh, budgets of essentially all the 15 public universities in Michigan um, and the amount of support that we've seen from them, we are currently uh, below the amount of funding that we received across the board compared to what we received 20 years ago. And there isn't a single university in Michigan that is currently receiving anything close to what we received 20 years ago, let alone for the additional cost of living increase that we have basically um, have to include in our um, labor union contracts. So, um, and that doesn't include any significant growth that any of the universities have had. So I think if you were to look at all 15 public universities, even though you might be able to say that we've uh, used our funds differentially across the 15, uh, not one of them has seen growth plus inflationary increases across uh, the entire spectrum. So I think that that would be an unfair criticism, mm. uh, at least in Michigan. Ora Hirsch-Peskovitz is the president of Oakland University in Rochester Hills, Michigan. She spoke with WDET's Stephen Henderson on Detroit Today. That's all for Mishmash. I'm Jake Neer, and for Shana Roth, thank you so much for listening.